man. Come on. The light's green. Let's go. Where is it? Oh, there it is. Buddy to buddy to who are you? So hopefully they'll get a win down there in Vegas, and they'll put them cheeseheads packing back home. Nice. Play to work sports. 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 What up, world? Welcome to another episode of Late to Work Sports, where we got no agendas and just raw sports. I'm your host, as always, Jonathan, with my co-host, Ray Ray. What up, Ray Ray? Oh, what's up, John? Hey, man, glad you finally moved in, like, officially, and getting completely set up now. Yeah, 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 I got my stuff going up on the walls, man. The uh, the studio is coming to uh, to exist here, so I'm happy. So, hey man, we got football season, we got playoff baseball, and today starts hockey season. Our team won, I don't know if you know this or not, but uh, they won 5-3 in the opening game of the hockey season, and so right now, Tampa Bay is the top team in hockey, for anybody out there that wants to know, had the best record, so... It's uh it's a good time, man. A lot of sports. I'm happy. We got also NBA, preseason NBA. Like everything's going on right now. And college football. I'm gonna forget about college football for you. That yeah, well, hey man, we're we're finally at that time where every sport is in full swing. It is that beautiful part of the year where everything is full swing. I love it. So I'm excited, man. I'm excited. You know, good time. Good, good things going on, man. Started my job today. They're all sports heads, so like, man, I'm home, baby. So should be good, my friends. Should be good. So, well, like I said, we got an action-packed show a little bit this week. So if you are ready, Ray Ray, we will uh, not waste any more of these people's time, and we will roll right into it. Let's get after it. I didn't. Let's get it. All right, so first off, man, like always, we'll go ahead and recap the NFL. And uh, we're going to talk about week five. So there was uh, some shakeup, some things that we expected, maybe some things we didn't expect. And uh, there was, in fact, a winner among me and you this week. So it was uh, it ended closer than, uh, than it started out with. One of us uh, crushed it on the beginning half. And not so much on the backside, and uh, the other one was vice versa. So we'll go ahead and roll into that recap for you, man. So first off, on Thursday night, we had the Bears going to take on the Commanders. And I'm going to go ahead and tell you, man, DJ Moore had a night. And Justin Fields went off as well. Four passing touchdowns by Justin Fields. Three of them to DJ Moore. If you had him on your fantasy football team, Silva, I know you crushed it this week. Commanders just couldn't slow them down. Bears get their first win of the season. 40 to 20. The Jacksonville Jaguars living in London take on the Buffalo Bills. Like I said, this is their second game in a week. Or excuse me, in as many weeks for the Jacksonville Jaguars. And they're firing all cylinders. They got the passing game and the rushing attack going. 
The Bills' rushing attack struggled to get anything going, however. They only had 29 rushing yards on 14 attempts. Jacksonville would win this one 25-20. Texans taking on my and yours and everybody's Atlanta Falcons. Red hot C.J. Stroud heading to Atlanta. Can Ritter quiet the critics? That is the narrative going into the game. This week, though, Ritter would outperform C.J. Stroud as he would pass for 329 yards and one TD. C.J. had a good game as well. 249 passing yards and one TD. In the end, Young Waku would kick the game winner as time expired to win it for the Falcons, 21-19. to Panthers versus Lions. Panthers looking to get their first win of the season. Detroit's just killing it. Bryce Young, man, he's still struggling for the Panthers. And they got no rushing attack, really. I mean, they're just struggling to get anything going. The Lions cruise to another win on the back of Goff's four touchdowns, three passing and one rushing, along with two more rushing touchdowns by the team. And they just proved to be too much for the Panthers. Lions win another one, 42-24, and Panthers fall to 0-5, the only winless team. Titans versus Colts. Anthony Richardson would go down in this game, and he wouldn't come back with a shoulder injury. Minshew would step in, and he would go 11 for 14, 155 yards, so not a bad little stat line for you know coming in and, and stepping up when your number was called. Zach Moss would run all over the Titans, though. 165 yards and two TDs. We got another monster on the other side of the uh, field, King Henry. However, he wouldn't do much, man. 43 rushing yards, no TDs. Titans fall to the Colts, 23-16. Giants versus Dolphins. The Giants are a mess right now, Ray Ray. I don't know if anybody else can argue at any point. The Dolphins were looking to bounce back and uh, crush the Giants. Well, the Giants would force three turnovers, but it still wouldn't be enough. They couldn't get anything going, only getting 268 yards as a team. The only touchdown for the Giants came on defense. As it picked six, Dolphins roll. I mean, it just crushed them. 31-16. Saints versus Patriots. What's wrong with the Patriots? Answer, everything. This game was all Saints as they kick off their scoring with a pick six against Mac Jones. I don't know if you know this, but Mac Jones has thrown as many career pick sixes as Tom Brady did as a Patriot in in, in his whole career. Yeah, man. I think it was six, I think it said. Six was the number. Uh, and Mac Jones has already thrown that many. So, That's a wild stat. Not a good look. Saints win 34-0. Ravens versus Steelers. Baltimore would score the first 10 points, but did not score again. Lamar Jackson would throw an IET in the end zone to Mr. Joey Porter Jr., not senior, to which he would tell OBJ, go be a family man. Steelers score 17 That's unanswered right. points and win 17-10. That's some smack talk. Gotta love it. Oh, yeah. It is locker room issues now. Oh, I love it. Eagles versus Rams. Hey, man. Eagles are rolling in undefeated. Rams are rolling in with Cooper Cup back. Mr. Triple Crown winner himself. This game has some fireworks. And Puka's continuing to look great, honestly. In the end, though, the old uh, tush push or uh, what was the, uh, the, the brotherly shove. That's what I heard. It, I think it was the brotherly shove. That's great. Would uh would end up being too much for the Rams, man. You know, the, the Eagles were able to 
get one, two, three yards with that and, and get a touchdown, get some first downs on fourth down. And they would end up winning this game, man, 23 to 14. Bengals versus Cardinals. Josh Dobbs has been playing good, and Joe Burrow has not. Well, this week, they would flip rolls. Joe would throw for 317 yards, three touchdowns, and one pick. Dobbs would throw for 166 yards, two touchdowns, and one pick. Hey, Chase would get most of Joe's throws, though, let's be honest. Hey, last week he said, I'm always open. I guess he is always open. Bengals win 34-20. to 20. Jets well, versus... team found that one out. <laughs> hey, I had uh, I, I Joe Burrow paid off this week for me. Thank you. Hey, look, look, real quick, without interrupting, I had fifty points dropped on me by a wide receiver last week, and I dropped fifty points on my wide receiver this week. All things even out. Mm, got him. You had a monster. You were the number one in our league this week with like one hundred and seventy points or something. It was nuts. I mean, it was crazy. I think I had almost the first in, all, in what three positions. Yeah, yeah, it was wild. You you had you had a couple guys I think that had single digit numbers and still put up yeah. 170. So yeah, <laughs> Jets going to play the Broncos. The Broncos looking good, right? Not, and I love it. Zach Wilson does exactly what he needed to do: manage the game. Brees Hall destroyed that defense, man. 177 rushing yards and a touchdown. The Jets win easily, 31-21. Sean Payton, you're supposed to be this great coach. Figure it out. Chiefs versus Vikings. No one kind of knew how this was going to go. We just knew it was going to be a battle. Cousins and Mahomes both had great games, man. Thrown for over 280 yards apiece. One was like 287. I think the other one was like 284 or something. So, so big deal. They also threw two touchdowns apiece. The Vikings would fumble in their very first drive, however, and that would give the Chiefs a chance to kind of score. So arguably, what is that's at least a seven-point swing, maybe even a 14-point swing, right? That would prove to be the difference in this game, though. The Chiefs will win 27-20. Cowboys going on take on the Juggernauts, the 49ers. The 49ers are the real deal. There's nothing more to be said. Purdy would throw for four TDs, three of them to Kittle. Dak would throw three picks, all of them to the 49ers defense. 49ers would crush the Cowboys and show them they weren't ready for them. 42-10. Jerry Jones... Michael Parsons, not looking good for either one of y'all, man. Quit talking for a little bit. Figure out what's going on with your team. Packers versus Raiders. Monday night would feature two teams who are struggling coming in. We're seeing Jordan Love is still kind of struggling. He came out the first game of the season, looked really good. And he's kind of struggled, honestly, ever since he played Atlanta. So is he the right place replacement for Rodgers? Time would tell, but this week... He didn't look good, man. Three interceptions thrown by him, and the Raiders do just enough to win, 17-13. to 13. Like I said, Ray Ray, who won this week? I started off 7-0 and in the first seven games. I then would go on to finish with another seven, or go 2-5 and five in the final seven with a record of 9-5 and five this week. I don't know how you start off, but it wasn't real good, but you did finish 8-6 and six right behind me. Look, man, Not I far. trusted Cordova. Tightening up, never again. Hey, it was close though. It was close, but in yeah, the end, it don't matter. They still lost. Uh, w is all that matters. <laughs> hey, in the end, I got you right now. Uh, I lead the series three to one. So yeah, there's plenty of time left. Or yeah, well, I'm excuse me, not three one. I apologize. I apologize. This is just week five, right? No, it is three to one. It is three to one, right? Yeah, we missed a week. We missed. A yeah, week. yeah, okay, yeah, yeah. yeah. I was, you were moving. 
Yeah, yeah we're, we're messed up. Yeah, yeah. No, that I one's was... a tie. Okay, whatever. Yeah. So it's uh, three, one, and one. Um, what do you want to talk Take about here, man? There's a there's yeah, there's a lot to, to unwrap here. I think my big thing is uh, I'm gonna go ahead and shout Silva out here, man, and tell him. I told him today at work. His Eagles are starting to look good, man. They're starting to look like the team they should look like. I get it, right? The Rams record was not good coming into it. I think they were two and two coming into it. Uh, not that it's bad, right? But with your five hundred, your five hundred team. But Cup did come back in. You have arguably two stud wide receivers, and uh, they find a way to to make it happen. So the Eagles, they're not flashy. They're not out there like destroying it. Um, they're not going to put up these crazy numbers, but they're finding ways to win every week. And I think that's really what makes them look good right now is nobody, except for A.J. Brown, nobody is worried about their stat line. You know what I'm saying? Like, they just want to win. That's it. Like, they just, they're sold into a team mentality and not an individual mentality. Not that I think A.J. Brown is an individual mentality, but I do know that he was kind of, you know, blowing up about not getting enough, you know, targets and stuff like that. I get it. But at the same time, man, your team's winning. Like, you know what I mean? Like, y'all are winning, dude. You didn't see Devontae Smith blowing up this week when they weren't, he wasn't getting much. So, that's a that was a big game for me, right? I watched that game. It was a very good game. I don't know if you got to see that one or not. But it was a very good nah. game. It was good, uh, man. What time, did, what time did that one come on? It was in the second half, uh, so that would have been one o'clock noon, Your something time? like that. My time, yeah, right around there, one o'clock oh, noon, yeah, my no, time. I was, I missed that Joker. I was getting ready for work and everything, man. It was a good one, man. It was, I, I think so. Anyways, I think it was a good one. Um, did uh, did you see the Falcons game? That one was a noon game, wasn't it? Mm-hmm. Yep, nine o'clock yeah, in the morning. No, I, no, uh, no. Uh, You're killing uh, me. You're killing me here. Killing! I woke up at one that day. I worked the <laughs> night before. What are you talking about? Uh, I woke up and I had one of those like, "Where am I?" kind of sleeps. All right, I'll uh, I'll, I'll cut you slack this week, yeah. but you better like uh, better record it or something next week. It was a okay. <laughs> it was a good game, man. Honestly, uh, I was we were in the Discord talking, and, and I brought in there, you know, hey, what's going on with the Falcons? Their defense is actually looking pretty decent. Offense is struggling. Is it, you know, is it time to move on from the coach? Is it time to move on for Ritter? Like, what is the issue here? I I can't quite pinpoint it. And uh, Neil came in, man, and he's like, we need a better offensive line. Ritter can do it if you give him time. But when he's running for his life every play, he can't get it done. And uh, towards the end of the game, they were able to protect Ritter. He got the ball, and I don't remember what time, what uh, when the Texans took the lead off the top of my head, but it was it was under two minutes that they took the lead. And he got the ball and drove him right down into field goal range, man. And he had a pocket, a clean pocket. You know, a lot of the second half had a very clean pocket and was able to throw very well. Robinson is looking like a monster. He has one one catch, man. They, they, they throw it to him. And uh, he reaches behind his back, catches it with one hand in like the awkward position. And literally before, before he's even like, before he's even secured the ball, bro, he's juking somebody. And it's like, oh, this dude is so nasty, dude. I mean, 
They look good. They, yeah, I did, I did see that one. I don't know if a you, little shuttle pass play. Yeah, 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 yeah. I don't know if you've seen it today either. Speaking on the Falcons, they just picked up Van Jefferson from the Rams for a sixth and seventh round draft pick. So I did see that. I don't think that's a bad pickup. That's going to he's definitely going to be, you know, uh either you know, wide receiver one or two. But he's gonna be on the opposite side of London right from the get go. Uh with Max Holiday probably sliding into the slot. Maybe even Van Jefferson sliding in the slot. I don't know. But it, it I don't think it's a big gamble and it could possibly turn out and help Ritter, so who knows, man? Uh another big game we gotta talk about. Bears and Commanders. I know you've seen that one. That game. I don't know, man. Well, I'm just gonna go ahead and tell you the ones that I saw was uh Chiefs Vikings and Cowboys 49ers. Everything else I was either on a call doing something or uh I was still asleep. Alright, we're so. gonna have to we're gonna have to figure out this uh work and sleep schedule thing. I'm gonna need your boss's number because him and I are gonna have to have a talk. Okay, yeah. You tell him that I can't work from five thirty PM to five thirty AM. I got you. I'll set him straight. Okay. I'll fix that issue for you. I will let you know I did still find time to watch the Georgia Bulldogs on Saturday. Of course you did. Well, the Bears look good, bro. The Bears look good. Uh, it was the Commanders, but I don't think the Commanders are a horrible team. They are a team that took the Eagles to overtime. So They're definitely getting it together. I, I mean, the new ownership has really proven to be big for them. So they, uh, but the Bears dropped 40. And that's the second week in a row Justin Fields has looked good, man. I think... It's because they've been saving it up. <laughs> I think he's just now. I think he's just kind of trying to like finally realizing like, you know, I'm just gonna play my game. You know, maybe, you know, because Claypool got traded to the Dolphins this week. You know, Chase Claypool. So maybe he was an issue in the locker room. I mean, yeah, that locker room atmosphere does make a difference. Very much so. If you if you're not sold out and working as a unit, man, you get out there and get just exposed week in, week out. You just bobulate everybody. Yeah, which only gets worse. The locker room doesn't get any better with losses. You know what I'm saying? No. Not when they no. start piling up. So, Bears look good, man. I don't know how they're going to do this week, but they did look good. Um, Patriots, I don't know what's going on there. Getting shut out. I, I think I was talking to my buddy Boston Dave, and we were talking about it. And he said the Patriots, they didn't score a touchdown last week, and they didn't score a touchdown this week. And they've gotten beaten like 60, 70 points to like three or something like that. I mean, it's just ungodly beatdowns two weeks in a row. Yeah. That's got to be the worst shutout that Bill Belichick has ever been a head coach for. Well, I mean, they had their time in the sun. Now they're just burnt by it. So, you know, all all good things got to come to an end eventually. And they had arguably one of the best dynasties in any pro sport in probably the last... 40, 50 years. So yeah. it was it was destined to end, but usually it teeters off. This is nosedive into the ground. Yeah. Just yeah, I mean, crash and burn, baby. Tom stopped flying and everything. This is like the guys trying to listen to the, the tower and land the plane. Mm-hmm. All at the same time? Yeah, like, hey, I've never flown before. Just walk me through it. And then he's not listening. Like, it's not, he's just like, I'll figure it out. He turns his music on. <laughs> yeah, I hey, don't need Atlanta to tell me how to land this plane. It's fine. Well, since you did watch the Cowboys and 49ers, 
You think Brock Purdy is uh you think he's MVP candidate right now? So it's like you said, that's definitely the juggernaut team. That mm-hmm. is the team to beat. Mm-hmm. And no matter how you skin the cat, Purdy is a good quarterback, especially for Mr. Irrelevant. He just he just is. I don't care how many times you want to say you can put anybody in that system. He hasn't has he lost yet as a 49er in the regular season? He has not less so so let me put this stat out. Let me put this stat out to you. Brock Purdy has never lost a game in the NFL where he didn't have an injury, where he didn't sustain an injury in the game. The only game he's lost as a starter was when he tore his UCL in the NFC Championship last year. But every yes, game so he's been healthy, every game he's been healthy, he's won so far. He's like 13-0, and 0, for, I think. God forbid he has an injury that makes him actually not be able to throw the ball. Exactly. Exactly. And then, and then he can't win. Yeah. yeah. He still has the guts to stay out there. But I can hand this ball off, though. Yes, yeah, so that's crazy. <laughs> so, I would say, yeah. I think, I mean, you can't base last year off of it. But he's also put up wild amounts of, of stats, right? Mm-hmm. I mean, he has next to no interceptions. And I think he's well over 15 or 16 touchdowns, isn't he? Somewhere, let me see. I'll go ahead and tell you, man. I know he, like I said, uh, everything I'm seeing right now, they're they're talking I just don't about. Know how you don't put him in the conversation. He's at least in the conversation. Oh, 100 percent in the conversation. Uh, Top three quarterback of the year so far. You know, maybe not have everybody in the league, but like overall. But as far as this year, easily top three quarterback. I think anybody would take him. So right now, in in the season this year, he's got uh almost 1,300 passing yards in five games. Thrown nine touchdowns and zero interceptions. Okay, so it's only nine. Okay. And he got four of them this week. Yeah, but still, man. Yeah, yeah. No, he's. I mean, the only game he didn't throw a touchdown was against uh, L.A., the Rams. And that was the only game they scored their lowest amount of points that they had scored all season. And that was 30. Mm-hmm. They've scored 33 times. Yeah. Then okay. they scored thirty five, and then they scored forty two. So they're just they're literally just heating up as the season's going on. You know, like I mean, yeah, that's an impressive outing. I think the only other, I mean, maybe I think right now he is the the head of the, of the MVP talk. The only other person I can see you putting up there right now would possibly be maybe Tua. Yeah, Tua's got some stats on him. 1,600 passing yards, 11 touchdowns, but he does have five inter- interceptions, man. You know what I'm saying? So that's not necessarily... I mean, like, but how how often is he heaving it? I mean, it's, I, don't, I really don't know how often is McDaniel asking this man to throw it. Because, you know, you'll see stat lines where people's like, well, he's thrown two or three picks, but when you look at, like, Matthew Stafford with the Lions, when you're asking a guy mm-hmm. to throw the ball 60 times, <laughs> what do you think's going to happen? I think you can even... And, and and I may uh, I may rub some people wrong, but I think you can even possibly put Tyree Kill up there, talking about in the competition because he's got 36 receptions right now, 651 yards and five That's touchdowns ridiculous. through five games. He's averaging 22.6 yards per reception, dude. That's stupid. Or excuse me, that was That's, last week he was stupid. averaging. Um, this week receiving let's see oh regular season this year he's averaging 18.1 yards a reception he's averaging a touchdown every game now is he getting a touchdown every game no 
but he's averaging one. He didn't get one uh, when they lost to Buffalo, but he's got one every other uh, every other week. And, and, and just to throw it out here, man, here's his stat line. He opened up the season, 11 receptions, 215 yards, two touchdowns. Uh, then he went five receptions, 40 yards, one touchdown. That was probably one of his worst outings. Then he goes on to Denver and has nine receptions, 157 yards to touchdown. They lose to Buffalo. He's only got three receptions for zero yards. He's only targeted five times in that game, so very uncharacteristic. Last week, he's targeted nine times, catches eight of them, 181 yards and a touchdown. Like, he's putting up insane numbers as a wide receiver. You know, That's your X factor on the team for sure. 100%. So, I mean, to me, you can even put him in the argument for MVP. I, I mean... Yeah. I think if I'm if I'm thinking about right now who's MVP, who am I talking about? Uh, Kirk Cousins has some stats, but his team's losing, so you you know he's more likely not going to get really spoken about. And, and like we've seen, MVP is kind of like the Heisman; it's kind of like a a team award still. It's going to go to the team that's performing yeah. better. The uh, so I think right now, if you're talking about my three picks. Uh, I think number it's got to be you know in no order Brock Purdy, um, okay. it's got to be uh, uh, Tyreek Hill, okay. and I mean I'm I feel like it's it, it, it if I feel like it has to be it should be Kirk Cousins not has to be it should be Kirk, but mm-hmm. due to his team being one and four, I feel like it's not going, it's mm-hmm. not going to be so. I'm probably going to give it to it's either Jalen Hurts or Mahomes, I would say. Mahomes uh you know every year in year out he does well. You know, 1200 yards, yeah. 10 touchdowns, Always four some, interceptions, right? Some highlight play. Yeah, so I would say probably I'm going to give the edge to Mahomes if I have my top 3. It's got to be Purdy, Tyreek Hill, and, and Mahomes. Um I know two is thrown to Tyreek, but yeah, but I mean, Tyreek's being the monster right now, the juggernaut. He, he he shows if you throw it, all you gotta do is throw it in his direction. But if you're giving him a chance to make plays, he's making them. I mean, where that? I mean, couldn't Zach Wilson throw to that dude at this point? Couldn't you know Gardner Minshew throw to that dude? I mean, couldn't anybody throw to this guy at this point? Just throw it to me. I'm making. I'll make the catch. Just get it to me. I mean, that's kind of what he's looking like. Yeah. No, for sure. For sure. So. Well, let's roll into well, our week six preview, man, and then we'll uh, we'll keep shoot. this bad boy hopefully moving. I can, hopefully, I can bounce back here. <laughs> so, uh, so to start off week one, or excuse me, uh, game one, got the Broncos versus Chiefs. Broncos right now, man, are dumpster fire. Chiefs are finding ways to win, even with an injured Kelsey. I don't know if he's going to be back or not for this upcoming week, but at the same time, I don't think it really matters. Chiefs win this one. Who you got? I mean. How are you going to pick the Broncos in this? It's Chiefs. Can't pick the Broncos. I, I just can't. I don't think you can either. So You just can't. Next, we got the... That's co- a losing bet. <laughs> I, yeah, I think you might as well just give your money away. Next, we got the Commanders at the Falcons. Who you got in this one? Uh, it's Falcons. What do you mean? It's home team, baby. Home team. Hey, just ask. Rise up. You just got to rise up, man. All right, all right. Very well. Of course, I got the Falcons too. The home team, Ritter, is undefeated at home, and I don't think this week is going to be any different. I do think the Commanders are getting it turned around. I think it's going to be a fun game, but I do give this one to the Falcons. 
Uh, and my final bulletin point for this game is uh, Rise Up. Next, we got Ravens taking on the Titans. This one, Ray Ray, is an international game. I think the Titans have... I think they got issues right now, man. Is King Henry still that guy? Is no. Tannehill, is he it? Is he not? I, I don't I don't know, no. man. I don't know what's going on this year. But uh, if you're going to tell me going international, who's going to win this one, I think it's definitely going to hurt the Titans more than it hurts the Ravens. So to me, I got the Ravens winning this one. Who you got? I'm never tightening up again. Well, that one's painful. So, all right then. I blame Cordova. <laughs> oh, okay. Well, uh, next we got Seahawks at Bengals. Who you got with this one? I do think Joe Burr is back. Like I said before, they're just busting rust, whatever rust there is. I think they're going to come back and play well still. They're not going to have the game they did. I don't think I'm going to get 60 points or whatever off Jamar again. But just between the two teams, I like to go with the Bengals. They're the underdog really right now, even though they shouldn't be. So I'm a I'm a pull for that orange and black. Okay. Who day? Uh, man, Seahawks and Bengals, right? Is Joe Cool back? That is the question that everybody's asking right now. You say you think he is. I think he's getting there. I do think the Seahawks are playing better football overall right now. But here is the X factor, Ray Ray. Their defense is banged up in the secondary right now. Three cornerbacks and a safety, all questionable to play, all injured. I think you're just going to allow the Bengals to just have a shootout on them. And uh, I think this one's going to be high, man. I see both teams scoring over 20 points, possibly even both teams breaking over 30. But in the end, Mr. Joe Cool and the Bengals are going to win this one as well. So it's my pick, man. I hope he does well because he's my fantasy quarterback this week. Colts at Jaguars. Colts, honestly, I'll be honest with you, man. They can't win without Richardson. I don't know if you noticed or not, but he has a shoulder injury, and they're not sure how long he's going to miss. Week before last, it was a concussion. Is he injury prone? That's a question that it's going to take time to answer. But this is also a divisional rival, right? So you know both teams are going to play each other hard. The Colts defense is allowing over 400 yards and they're not going to slow down the Jacksonville Jaguars, and you don't have your starting quarterback, Jags win it. Nothing more to say. Yeah, I'm not counting out Sunshine anymore. They're a different team. All that error is gone. Jags win it. Pan- hey, Panthers at Dolphins. Who you got in this one, man? The 0-5 Dolphins Panthers? Win. Dolphins win. <laughs> Dolphins win. Hey, Panthers up. Panthers need a win badly. Like I said, they're 0-5. This week ain't it, though. They're not going to. It ain't mm-hmm. it. Dolphins have top three offense week in, week out. Top three. Yeah. You gotta... I was tempted to make a dolphin noise there. I managed to keep it back. Uh, I, how does that sound? Uh, you, you had to find, all, find out all first. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Don't let me get an audio clip. I will, I will make sure I yeah, post shoot, that thing. I know. It's going to have to be in person. It'll I'm be. i see both your hands. <laughs> yeah, I'll have it in my pocket. Can you, uh, can you talk into the second button clearly, please? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> hey, uh, the Dolphins, like I said, they got top three offense week in, week out, man. They're averaging over 500 yards of offense a week, while the Panthers' defense are allowing under 350 yards offense. So the question is, can the Dolphins' offense outperform the Panthers' defense? We know, what do we always say? Defense wins championships, but 
you, not that team. You, you also got to have some offense too. So they, some help. they don't have any offense right now. So it's, I mean, we know who's going to win this one. Dolphins all the way. Fins up. Vikings at Bears. Both teams, one and four. Who wins this game? Justin Jefferson's on the IRR. Just got placed there. Kirk's doing great this year, but his top weapon is gone. The Bears, man, you know what I mean? Uh, on the season, they're one and four. In the last uh, last one game, they're one and oh, undefeated. So they're riding high. Presley's, you know, ecstatic. He's happy. Bears win it, man. I'm sorry. Sorry, Kirk. Please don't please don't uh, scold me. And Kirk, we trust. Who you got? Uh, skull. I'm going to still pull for the Vikings here. I think that Kirk's uh, just longevity and knowledge of Ooh. the game will be the X factor here against the still struggling Bears. I can't believe in Justin Fields. I just can't. Oh, so in, in Kirk Thuggins we trust. I like it. Correct. Yep. I ain't mad at you. I'm going to it out. I ain't mad at you. 49ers. We lose. We'll be in style. <laughs> Better have all them chains on. 49ers at the Browns. Who do you got in this one? I know you got them doo-doo Browns. Come on. Oh, oh yeah, especially without them having Nick Chubb and having a quarterback who gets cleared and just doesn't want to play. That's not going to create locker room issues at all. Uh, 49ers. All Whoa, way. I did not hear that. You didn't hear that he got cleared last week and then uh, he decided he still wasn't going to play? What? No, I didn't hear Bro, I've been moving. I haven't been in it like I normally oh, yeah. am. Yeah. Whoa. Um, good thing you, yeah, you think, good thing you guaranteed his whole contract. Yeah, right. Get the oh, oh no, you didn't guarantee what twenty million out of a almost three hundred million dollar contract or something like that? No, they guaranteed oh, his whole contract. Oh yeah, it was the whole yeah, what idiots. What idiots. Yeah, they were the only ones that have ever done that, ever guaranteed a whole contract. Yeah. No, Bro Bro literally got clear and said I'm good. Wow. All right, well, 49ers are 49ers, Browns are the Browns. <laughs> if you haven't been watching either team to play, you wouldn't understand that, but the 49ers haven't scored less than 30 points in any of their games this season. The Browns haven't scored 30 points or more in any game this season. 49ers win this one easily. doesn't even matter if Watson plays. I did find out the Browns are named after one of their head coaches like way Correct. back when. Yep. They need to change that name. That, that poor man, he don't deserve this. So I don't know if you know this. Not a little sports fact. You know I like him. So the guy, Paul Brown, who started the uh, the Cleveland Browns, yep. uh, actually went on. I don't. I can't remember all the details for whatever reason. But he but he left the Browns after starting the Browns, or maybe it was opposite. Maybe this is opposite way. So don't don't hold it to me. But he actually started the Bengals as well. And just went out and created mm-hmm. teams. I think he was like the head coach, first head coach or something for the Bengals or like for the Browns or something like that. Started one and like was like the first head coach for another one or something. Like that. But like Paul Brown was his name. He was very crucial in both of them. Started one of the franchises and was like the first head coach or something like that or like a like a founder, you know, of the of the other one. Like it was something crazy. I was like, wow. But yeah. Uh, neither one of those teams have ever done much. Never won a championship or anything, so that's kind of crappy. Sorry. But next we got uh, Saints at Texans. Saints are coming off of a big win where they shut out the Patriots. The Texans are coming in after a heartbreaker of a loss where they, you know, I mean, looked like they had the game and Atlanta was going to do Atlanta things. Houston, 
they're in Houston, man. You know, CJ Stroud's already fell over the city. The Saints, like I said, they're doing well this year. The the real answer here, though, is the Saints defense going to stop the Texas offense? I don't think so. I think they're going to be a problem, but I don't think they're going to stop them from outscoring the Saints offense. So to me, Texans win this one. Who you got? Is that a question? Like, actually? So you got the Texans? I can't pull for them. Yeah, heck yeah, man. I can't pull for them Saints. I thought we was going to differ here. I thought you was going to somehow pull for them. Uh, it's hard to pull for them, but, I mean, yeah, I did hey, pick them. I'd rather – I did I pick them to beat lose. the Patriots. <laughs> I'd rather lose. I, 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 the only team, the I'll only hold, time I, I know. the only time I I'll, don't pick nope. with my heart nope. is when we're talking about the, or when I pick with my heart is with the Falcons. But I just can't, can't do it. Logically, I think CJ Stroud is playing way better. He hasn't thrown an interception yet. I mean, That's you can almost, you can, he, he just broke the record for most passes. To start a career without an interception. Coincidentally, he passed Dak Prescott, who's just spiraled down ever since that time, yeah. I guess, with throwing interceptions. I mean, you could almost argue CJ Stroud possibly could be close to the to the MVP talk. I mean, honestly. At least at least best rookie to ever to do it so far, right? I mean, fourteen hundred passing yards, seven touchdowns, no interception. Yeah. Like yeah, on the Texans, nonetheless. On the Texans, nonetheless. You know what I mean? And the the dude has. I mean, he's he's out there balling, man. It, so it matters who you play for. Oh, one hundred percent, one hundred percent. So next, we got the Patriots at the Raiders. Who do you have winning this one? I just can't. Uh, how do you pull for the Patriots right now? How do you? How do you? Well, I mean, obviously, if you're a fan, but just for the struggles that they're having, it's hard to bet on them so Raiders so Bill Belichick knows everything about the Raiders though Josh McDaniels his protege Jimmy Garoppolo was his quarterback neither team's I don't think doing it well your quarterbacks don't know nothing about football right now yeah I mean that's the thing neither team's doing well Mac Jones I think is doing better than Jimmy Garoppolo but the Patriots can't protect Jimmy Garoppolo that's the problem and you got Max Crosby coming in there Crosby's going to just destroy Mac Jones. He isn't outrunning Crosby. You know what I mean? So, without them being able to protect, I got the Raiders winning this one as well. Lions at Bucks. Big game here. Without St. Brown last week, the Lions still crushed it. I think this one will be closed, but I think the Lions offense will outscore the Bucks. But I honestly could see the Bucks winning. I think uh, if St. Brown doesn't play this week, it's going to be a lot closer than uh, the Lions want it to be. But... Even still, I'm going to go with the Lions to win this one. Who you got? I hate to keep agreeing with you, but the Lions are hot. Plus, the Bucks are, you know, in our division. So, But the Lions are hot. They're a good team, man. So you're not behind Buccaneer Mayfield anymore? Uh, no, I didn't say I wasn't. But at the same time, between the two of them, like how am I not going to pull for the Lions between the two of them? Very well. Very well. Next, we got Cardinals at the Rams. Who you got winning this one? I might have to get you, man. I, I don't know. I don't know. It's a hard one to say. You know, you want to kind of pull for Josh Dobbs with this dude who's having to take this dumpster fire and do more than play Call of Duty. But. <laughs> Shout out Kyler Murray. Yeah, he's not going to have a job much longer. I don't think so. I don't think so. I mean, he's not really doing much more than Dobbs, and he's paid, he's he's paid a lot more. For, yeah, he might as well go to baseball and start playing for Oakland again. Ugh. 
So, Cup came back last week and they barely lost. The Cardinals did not look good last week. Their defense cannot match up against the Rams offense. The Cardinals have only won once this year. Rams win it, in my opinion, as well. Eagles and Jets. Jets have never beaten the Eagles. I don't know if you know that. They're 0-12 all-time against them. Eagles, like I said, they're fine looking good this year. No longer just seeming to kind of scrape by. Now, they're to me, they're not. They haven't played besides the Rams, maybe. And the Rams, you know, just got Cooper Cup back. They haven't played teams to me that are stud teams yet. You know what I mean? But they're still finding ways to win no matter what. And that's the thing. You don't have to play the great competition. You just got to beat whoever you play. And so the Eagles are figuring out. So I think after this week, man, that record of 0-12 goes to 0-13. Eagles win. Yeah, I mean, Eagles firing on all cylinders. And Jets still are trying to figure it out. I mean, you sign a guy who's supposed to be your your fix, and here we are. We're right back to kind of issues. So, yeah, but on that, Eagles win. Fly, Eagles fly. Mm-hmm. Jets at the Bills, excuse me, Giants. What's the difference? They all they all play at the same place. <laughs> at the Bills, are the Giants turning around? Who you got no. this week? No, it's, <laughs> it's, it's the table breakers. Well, I think uh, at this point, the little Giants are cooked for the season. At this point, man, uh, we're looking like we're going to be coming down to one game difference here. So yeah, well, it's hard. This is not a good week for it. It's I, just not. I agree. It's, it's not. It is hard to really pick. It's just a lot of lot of going on. I mean, Danny Dimes got to pay back one hundred sixty million dollars. Is all this amounts to <laughs> for this game? Yeah, I, I got the the Bills winning it too. The Bills do really well at bouncing back after a loss. The Giants, I mean, they're horrible right now. I don't even. I mean, you can't say anything really good about them. So I got the Bills winning this one too. Which brings us to our final game, Monday Night Football. Cowboys at the Chargers. Last week, the 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 Cowboys they are looking to bounce back after that. That was a beating last week. The Chargers, however, have had two weeks to plan for this meeting, and it's in L.A. Now, Cowboys travel well. We all know that. But if you look, the Cowboys, to me, it's all smoke and mirrors. The Cowboys have wins against teams with a combined record of 4-11. and I don't know if you knew that or not. And the the team they lost to before facing the 49ers has a record right now of 1-4. and So with that being said, man, Chargers win this one. Who you got? I'll be different. We'll go. Uh, actually, I lied. I can't pull for them boys. Go Chargers. <laughs> All right. So uh, <laughs> I remember what I said the other week. I, uh, I can't pull for them one stars. Oh man. So ultimately, no. it comes down to the Vikings and Bears to see who's going to win this week. That's <laughs> uh, perfect. Oh my god! I'm putting all you my just, hopes in the Bears. Well, you re looked through it all. How do you pick differently? It's really hard, dude. It's really There's someone hard. out here who's like, well, actually, you all have it wrong, and this is who. Look. Well, good. Let them pick it. I don't want to. Yeah. I'm not putting my yeah, money on it. You send in your submission. Here. You go put it into the football chat on the Discord, yeah. and we'll hold you to it. We want to hear it. <laughs> oh, man. Well, uh, with that, we'll see how this one ages and see who gets their uh, one-game difference correct. It's so. like milk. Look, baby, we're gonna either both go. We're pretty much gonna go fifteen and one or one and fifteen here together. Kind of, kind of deal going on. Like, yeah, we're gonna look uh, relatively close here. So, 
With that being said, man, go ahead and uh, go ahead and take us for the college football world. All right. Well, since NFL took a while, we'll try to rattle this off and and get through it. So to recap, some of the games we talked about, UGA does go through and dismantles UK. I could not have been more wrong with that being a close game, as Georgia will <laughs> come out on top, uh, big time, fifty-one to thirteen. Real quick, Kentucky e- had a total of one hundred and eighty-three offensive yards. They only ran for fifty-five through one hundred for twenty-eight. Uh, Brock Bowers, within himself, had more receiving yards than Kentucky had throwing the ball at 132 yards, Ooh. still averaging 18.9. Uh, so I can't remember who said it, but someone said it best when they said Brock Bowers is like a toddler. You got to have two people on him at all times. Do not keep him unsupervised. <laughs> I will have to throw a little bit of a hype over to Carson Beck. I was doubting him at first, but he has finally come into a groove throwing for over 300 yards in the first half. Four touchdowns, one interception. They ended up removing him for Brock Vandergriff later on. First half, John. 300 yards. First half. Easy day. Yeah. Yeah. Moving on, we go to that Red River rivalry where uh, (laughs) I picked Oklahoma to come out on top on this one. And, in fact, they would in the fading moments of the game. What was it, like 19 seconds left? Something like something that. Like yeah, that. it was super like, close. Like, yeah. When they it won, it was like, that's it. It was crazy. It was, it was whatever it was. Quinn Ewers for Texas would put up a stat line that looks like he did really good until you look at his interception ratio. He went 31 for 37, 346 passing yards. You think that's a good outing. But when two of your incompletions are interceptions and your team has a total of three turnovers and you lose by four points, uh, you oh. do a little bit of math here. Somewhere one of those picks would have probably saved you a game. Oklahoma's quarterback did pretty much did decent. He put the team on his back, 285 yards in the air, 113 on the ground. He would find a favorite target, though, with a throw into, I'm going to butcher this name, but Jaleel Farouk, F-A-R-O-O-Q. We're going to go with that. Farouk. 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 It's like the uh, the wrestler back in the day. You would know that. I didn't watch the wrestling, and I also do not have a back in the day compared the to The WWE, my, man. My, yeah, my back in the day is like you at 19. Bradshaw and Farouk. Well, there we go, then. At least now we know. He had five receptions for 130 yards. You think that's a favorite target? Yeah. The running game would get it done, though. They had 201 on the floor. Uh, six people in three TDs were one coming from the quarterback one of those touchdowns and one from Tyree Walker so they shared the love on the ground but quarterback did scramble for 130 of those or 13 so like I said team on his back it would ultimately win that game like I said just to recap 34 to 30 what a close game shifting over we didn't talk about this one we didn't think we'd have to talk about this one but Ohio State does struggle when it comes to playing at the time undefeated Maryland who was captained by Tua brother uh however you say the last name tagavaloa right that's pretty good never yeah hey i've never gotten good at it i've heard it enough to hopefully finally get decent the game would be close all the way up to the third where ohio would finally start taking on an actual lead with two minutes 19 left in the third they'd go up 20 to 17 and they would finish the game 37 17 finally pulling away once again you can kind of look at it as if 
the quarterback for Maryland, which again, Tagovailoa, would have thrown two interceptions, would that have been the game difference? And if he would have completed more than 21 out of 41, would Ooh. that have made a difference? Ooh. Yeah. Yeah, can't win doing that. Nope. Ohio State, they they made no mistakes. There's no turnovers. We've seen it before in football. The team who usually does not turn the ball over wins the game. Normally, yeah. You keynote ones that we have, uh, we didn't think we'd have to talk about, but Arizona falls in triple overtime to USC. I think we can say that USC definitely has some holes. That final score is 43-41. to Notre Dame does fall for a second time in the season, 33-20 to to Louisville. Alabama barely holds off A&M, 26-20. And unfortunately, I was wrong. Missouri does not upset LSU. They go home with an L, 49-39. LSU wins that ball game. Yeah. Anything I missed, John? Anything? Any keynotes from you? I don't think so, man. Uh, the USC one, I think, really surprised us. I remember texting you back and forth why it was going on. Uh, I was also able to watch that one. Yeah, that was a wild one. Um, Georgia's beating the brakes off Kentucky. I think that you can honestly say right now, when you're trying to figure out who is the top team in the country, Texas just lost. So they were my favorite to be the top team in the country going into that game. I think they looked to be one of the better teams, but they did just lose. Now they lost to OU, who is a good school. But Georgia for the first week looks like the juggernaut right now. So, you know, and, and the argument's always out there well, they haven't played anybody super big yet, right? That argument's out there right now, but we can honestly say they're firing on all cylinders. The only other team I could think of right now that's firing on all cylinders like that, Oregon and Washington would probably be the only other two that I can think of right now. So, Well, I mean, it's it's like you say, to be the man. Mm-hmm. Got to beat the man. That's it. That's right. Yep. That's right. I think we texted about it. Uh, if Georgia continues to play the way they did against Kentucky, that's going to be a hard team to beat. I mean, they mm-hmm. just played it right on all sides of the ball. Uh, you hold a team to under 200 yards total, rushing and passing, they're not going to win. No. There's just no production. No. Because, I mean, there's going to be yards in the game. So who's getting right. them? Who's getting right. them? You're not yeah. going to have two teams yeah. that get under 200 yards, both both teams. It, so. If they do, it's probably back to that uh, one Super Bowl between the Patriots and the Rams that was, what, 9-6? to six? When back like forever ago? Oh, the one where like uh, twenty seventeen or eighteen, where Todd Gurley played in. Yeah, yeah. Uh huh. That was a boring Super Bowl. It was probably the most boring Super Bowl I can remember. Not even your defensive coordinator. <laughs> uh, well, well, you want to go on to our next week with some some yeah. games to watch. Roll us into our previews. All right. So we have Oregon and Washington. I uh, messed up and I didn't put their numbers, but I remember they're eight and what seven. Number right? eight, the Oregon taking on yep. number seven, Washington in Washington. Yeah, based off of that, so there are many games against one another. Oregon has won sixteen of a total of twenty-one <laughs> showdowns, right? Of their last twenty-one, the Huskies are on a one-game win streak, looking to extend it to two. Washington will be hosting this game, and as we know, home field does have its advantage. When you compare these two quarterbacks. 
Washington's Michael Penix, he's having a pretty good year. He's got uh, almost 2,000 yards. In fact, he's one shy from it. 16 TDs and two interceptions. Uh, eight to one. God. Eight to one ratio, man. Uh, you can't really scoff at that. It's not too bad. Mm-mm. When you compare him to Bo Nix, Bo Nix is at 1,459 yards, 15 touchdowns, and one interception. So, I mean, on paper, besides yards, are pretty comparable. But uh, if I know anything about Bo Nix, it's that he sucks. <laughs> I don't care if he's at Oregon. Let's go look back at let's go look back at the Auburn oh, stuff and why we left the SEC. But based off of uh, playing against Bo Nix and being at home, I'm going to have to give this over to Washington. Well, I don't have all the hate for Bo Nix like you have. I, I think... did. I love him. He threw us the ball more than he threw his receivers. <laughs> Shut up. Um, I uh, this one's a tough one for me. Honestly, I think both teams are very very good. Uh, I think they're firing all cylinders. And when it came to picking, I ended up picking Washington strictly because of the home field advantage. But like I said, it's very hard. I, I just, but I just think home field and home field advantage is going to be the big difference here, man. Well, you think I'm kidding, but uh, for you and anyone that that is curious, just go look at his yardage at Auburn to his yardage at Oregon. It is almost like a thousand to fifteen hundred yard difference. It's night and day. Yeah, yeah, really though, it's two different people. Anyway, I'll get off of that soapbox. Next, we got mm-hmm. USC and Notre Dame. A few things to look at here. Notre Dame is in a tough spot to secure themselves a spot in the playoffs, right? So, like we talked about, what do people in college football like to do? If we can't win it, we're going to spoil it. Yep. So, they can still ruin it for their longtime rival of USC. So, what a better target, what a better team to ruin it for than someone who we already have issues with. And as anyone's watched USC play, their defense does have plenty of holes in it. Again, they played at time three and two Arizona and went into triple overtime. This defense does make you wonder if all eleven guys are even on the field or if uh, they're they're sleeping or I don't know what they're doing. <laughs> this team has one thing going for it that's keeping them in it. You go listen to any USC game; the announcers do not keep this man out of their mouth. Caleb Williams about. Caleb Williams, the USC great. How great he is! How good he is! Well, they're not wrong. For USC, because if he was not on this team, I don't know if they would have a single win this year. Oh my god! Tell me I'm wrong. They they got Rice's son, Jerry Rice's son, plays for him. Yeah, who's gonna throw? Yeah, but if they don't have this dude who's like back there making it happen, poor Jerry Rice's son would get messed over because he'd be like, "Man, who's throwing me the ball?" I mean, uh, Caleb Williams. Caleb Williams is ready to, in my opinion, Caleb Williams is ready to step into the NFL. Like CJ Stroud. Not if he don't want to. Not if he don't want to. <laughs> Who you got winning this one hey, then? So uh, Notre Dame may have these two whales, but they're still the fighting guys for a reason, and they're playing in South Bend. So for that, Notre Dame is going to take the edge. Hmm. So this one's tough for me. <sighs> Even when their back's against the wall, Caleb Williams seems to find a way to win. I'm not sold. I think if Notre Dame plays good ball like they, when they played uh, Ohio State, then I think they beat USC. But I don't think they could do that on a regular basis. So, even though they're in, Notre Dame, in, uh, in South Bend, I think I'm going to have to give this one to USC, man. I just think it's going to be a close game like all of USC's games all season. But I think uh-huh. USC wins this one. And it's hard for me to pick yeah. for Notre Dame because... You don't know who's going to take the field. 
I mean, that, that may be true. Hey, at least we got two football games we disagree on so far. So far. Between everything. At UCLA and Oregon State, both teams have one loss on their records, and both teams have also helped one another in their conference by beating that other team. And what I mean is UCLA would lose to Utah, but Utah would lose to Oregon State. Mm-hmm. Oregon State would lose to Washington State, but Washington State would u- would lose to UCLA. So we really don't got much to go off of here. We both got one loss, but we both beat the guy who beat us, or however you word that. So this will be an interesting game regardless. It is a top 25 matchup. They're inside the same conference. I think it'll be a good one to watch regardless because they got both something to play for. We're playing for our championship against each other You know, at the end of the year. With only having one loss, both of these teams have a good shot at going to the college playoffs still. But to me, Oregon State, they just have more quality wins when you look at just who they've played and, and points-wise. And so for that, and then home, I, I got to give it to the Beavers. So this one's real tough for me, too, because they are so closely ranked. And it's, like you said, it's this guy lost that guy, but then we beat them and vice versa. Yeah, so, I beat up your bully and you beat up mine. Yeah, so for argument's yeah, sake gonna, here. Who's going to win between us? For argument's sake, uh, I had UCLA. You make a good point with Oregon State, but I'm going to stick with UCLA with this one just so I'm I have you're pulling for them. an argument. Just because I don't like a guy that pulls for them doesn't mean I've rooted against them. But if they do lose, it's a win-win for me. You know what I'm saying? Shoot, no, knowing you, okay. <laughs> <laughs> Hey, Don't lie to me, so hey, obviously. If they, if they win, then I was right. But uh, if they lose, okay. if uh, they lose, I still win. Then I still win because okay. he's upset. You know what I'm saying? Okay. Hey. Well, anyway, honorable mission games to watch. <laughs> we got a uh, Auburn and LSU, and not just because it's SEC, and I might have some bias there, but Auburn has played rough and tough, and they're playing teams. They barely lost to Georgia, whereas LSU looks like they're floundering, and they're somehow just getting through. So for me, Auburn, unfortunately, wins this one. Auburn wins it. Got nothing else to say. LSU looks rough. We got Missouri. They're going against uh, Kentucky. I think they're looking to knock Kentucky out of the top 25 spot, who's sitting at number 24. Missouri wants a win. Kentucky's probably like still licking their wounds. So for that, I'm just going to say Kentucky gets throttled and Missouri comes out on top. I agree. Missouri wins this one. And at the end of the week, or beginning of next week, excuse me, Kentucky is sitting without a number next to their name, and Missouri just says, give me that number 24. It's going to be sitting right up inside the cuff. I yep, can see right it. at number 24. They're going to take it from them. We got Miami at North Carolina. My only takeaway here is, will Miami make another mental error and lose for not nailing the ball? Either way, I don't think it matters. Tough, tough opponent against North Carolina right now. That is a good team to beat. I'm going to give it to North Carolina. So I think last week was a fluke with Miami. I still think Miami is a very good team. But if we've seen anything, I've said it in the show. Miami is the team that starts off hot and always fizzles out. They yep. cannot keep it going. It was a so far. stupid move last week. A very stupid yep. move. Uh, it's not a football move that you would do. Anybody in football knows. If you got the win, this isn't a video game. You're not trying to rack up the yards. If you got the win, take the knee, right? Mm-hmm. That's something you would play doing Madden or NCAA. With that being said, North Carolina is a juggernaut team right now. Their quarterback is looking really hot. And that is why I say Missouri's going to move up to number 24. Miami's not moving up. Miami's going to get dropped out of the top 25 and then lose to North Carolina. 
Mm-mm. We got Duke and NC State. Duke here, I think, is uh, going to probably take another loss. NC State, with, with their losses, they've been quality losses, right? I mean, we just barely lose. There's not much more for me to really talk about these. I just think we're going to have a good back-to-back or throw-to-throw, punch-to-punch, whatever you want to say, knockout, drag-out. NC State's going to win it, but I'm going to say it's a field goal or it's a Hail Mary kind of thing. It's going to be a miracle. John? My bad. This one, like you said, this one's tough for me as well. Uh, I think NC State is, I think, 4-2. and two, I think that's what we said. And Duke's 4-1. and one. So the, it should be a good matchup. But in the end, I am going to give this one to Duke myself. And for this last one, I had to save it for the last for a reason because I'm going to be ready to move on to the next topic as soon as I get <laughs> with it. We have Texas A&M going against uh, Tennessee. I think Aggie football is playing well. They've had just tough losses to Alabama and Miami, mm-hmm. whereas Tennessee's loss comes to Florida, who may be 4-2, and two, but Florida's wins, their four wins are against, as we like to say, easy opponents. Their only real quality win was against the Vols. But so, I'm sorry, but I'm not sorry to Malone, Corwin, Carrier, Caleb, and Joshua, and the rest of you Rocky Top fans, but <laughs> Aggie lands on top. Hey, so this one, I I agree. Uh, Tennessee is not the same with Hooker gone and uh, with a couple of the wide receivers. Texas A&M, as much I don't like Jimbo Fisher, they find ways to make it happen. So Texas A&M wins this one as well. I don't got any more unless you got any more. I got nothing. Well, like I said... I'll be ready to move on to the next thing then. All right, then let's move on to some playoff baseball. So, I know you got your little stat to tell everybody, and I'll let you go ahead and put that out here in a minute, but I just want to say that I was wrong through the first one. And uh, all of the first games were sweeps. So, I guess I wasn't 100% wrong, because I did have the Phillies sweeping, and they did. But uh, I didn't have any other sweeps. I had them all going, and they weren't. So, moving into the divisional series here, and we have already. What is it? Real quick, sorry, I don't. Sorry, I don't have my celebrity guest picker for uh, this coming week. <laughs> uh, tell your dad I owe him an apology. He was right. Yeah, I'll let him know. <laughs> don't let him listen to this episode. Um, <laughs> <laughs> he he will. <laughs> oh man, I have to hear it. I'll get a text through you. Um, he will. <laughs> with this one. This is a division series, man, and uh, this one, and this is where your stat will lead into. This one's kind of been a little bit wild. So I told you last week, looking forward, when I said name a team that would struggle and and pick one, and I think we were were all fairly certain that, you know, the Braves wouldn't necessarily struggle, uh, the, the Astros wouldn't necessarily struggle, and the Dodgers wouldn't necessarily struggle. But I said the Orioles, the Orioles are going to, the O's, I'm just not sold on them. Well, right now the Texas Rangers are 5-0 and in the playoffs. They're the only team that hasn't lost right now besides the Diamondbacks in the playoffs. And uh, they're moving on, man. They swept the, the Orioles. So Rangers just finished, just closed this game out 7-1 to today before we came on the air. 
And, uh, yeah, man. So, recap the other ones. Like I said, Dodgers, they're possibly going to get eliminated, and I'm not even mad because I don't like the Dodgers. Right now, hey, man. the Arizona Diamondbacks, man, they're, they got to lead two to nothing right now. Mm-hmm. They got to win one more game. Meanwhile, Dodgers got to win three. If we know anything, it's very hard to win three games against a quality opponent. They're just in a row. Yeah. and uh, it's, it, it's hard to get a regular it. season series sweep, let alone a playoff one, like you, to sweep back. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Especially when you know the Diamondbacks. I mean, the Diamondbacks feel that they got them already. They're knocking off the yeah. – the, they are feel like they are knocking off the top team that they're going to have to contend with until they get to the World Series. And, and they, ar- yeah. arguably the top team they may have to – depending on how the other side shakes up, Record wise, that the 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 Dodgers could be the the toughest team they face in the playoffs, depending on how the other yeah. side of the bracket goes. So the Diamondbacks have to feel like if we can do this to the Dodgers, we can do this to anybody. Yeah, I mean they can eat a loss at this point and be okay. One hundred percent. So, like I said, they're up two and zero. Houston just went up two to one in the series after uh, the Twins got them. I think in Game One, I believe it was. Wasn't that right? Game one that the Twins won? It should have been. Yes. Yeah, Yeah, game one. And so the Astros have won two back-to-back with only needing to win one more. So there's a very good chance that the Twins go home. Astros, as much as I don't like to say it, are a strong team. But we'll see how that plays out. Phillies and Braves, that series is actually tied, and they play again tomorrow. Phillies came out and won game one. And then the Braves ended up winning game two, and from what I hear, was an amazing game. I did. It's been a fun – as much as it sucks, you know, you always wish your team can just go in and win it all. Oh, yeah. It, it's been fun to watch. I mean, Darno going in and putting us down by one with his homer, and then Austin Riley going in and hitting his homer. You know, so we had the set, the bottom of the seventh, a homer put us down by one, bottom mm-hmm. of eighth, homer puts us up by one. And then you have at the top of the ninth – you have uh forget who hits it for Philly. I think it's Castellanos hits it to the center field. It could have been right over. Harris robs it, throws it in, barely misses second, but Austin Riley's there to back it up and throws Harper out, which is the best person to make this game over against <laughs> and wins it. Like, I mean, the atmosphere from people I know that was there said they have never heard that place as loud and that it was even louder than they've heard it at the World Series. Made it, it was good game. Good game. Let us know how much. Unless you know how much we hate the Phillies. <laughs> well, uh, we take that let me ask you a question then, Ray Ray. Go ahead and give me your yeah. prediction. So obviously we know the Rangers have moved on. Mm-hmm. Are the Rangers going to play the Diamondbacks? Or are they going to play the Dodgers? I think realistically they're going to play the Diamondbacks. I just do not see the Dodgers being able to come back and win three from behind. Even if they win two from behind, you know, it's just one of those – the Diamondbacks can have an off game. Shoot, they can have two off games, but LA can't afford another off game. Mm-hmm. They just can't. They have to be on all cylinders for all three games now. And like I've said all year, like you've heard me say, it is a game of streaks. And here we are. Diamondbacks are on mm-hmm. a streaks, and the Dodgers are having to try to start back up. I agree. I agree. So, well, uh, so you think Rangers and Diamondbacks? I agree. I think mm-hmm. the Dodgers. I think Dodgers win next game. I mean, I could see them winning next game. Um, I would be very surprised to see out. them just go down without a fight. But I don't. Th- out. 
I mean, I could see that. They haven't won yet. So, I mean, I could see it, but I just, I feel like that there's no way, right? There's no way. But well, remember, we, we talked about, I'll go ahead and break this part down for you. I know you're trying to lead me into it, but just for the conversation I'm sake. I'm trying to lead you into it. But go ahead, tell uh-huh. everybody. So, so last year in 22, we changed the playoffs and added that extended team. And uh, now we have the extra play. So it used to be you play one game in the wild card and you're done. And it was yep. only one wild card game. Now we expanded. We have 12 teams instead of 10. We play a series of three. Baseball is a game of streaks. I'm going to keep saying it forever. You have a team who has a chance. So now your wild card team is able to warm up. I believe in all eight games total played, only one team was not swept. Might be, it might be two, but I know if at least it's one. So it means that you have these teams who are sweeping and they're going right into the next. So you're really getting messed up as your one or two seed. And if you're already down by two, like the, the Dodgers are, you're just not going to win. Are you just, saying that base? Are you saying the wild card since changing it last year? You're saying that all eight teams that have played in the wild card have been swept or have done the sweeping, brother? Yeah, so. So I think so, I think last year they didn't because I think this was the second time in MLB history that the wild card has been a sweep. I believe is what I've seen. So like I said, last year is the year that we mm-hmm. actually have not a single game elimination. Yeah, and, best, of, best of three. So I think last year was the there's only one team who went two and one, whereas these year this year everyone went two and zero. Oh. See, so yeah, that's wild. Yeah, and if you, I believe if you keep looking at last year's bracket too, you'll see the wild card teams went further, and you really should as a wild card team. Yeah, Padres so, beat the Dodgers; they're a wild card. Phillies swept Phillies. all the way to. Yep, Phillies went all the yeah. way, and Phillies Correct. beat the Braves; they were a wild card. Mm-hmm. Seattle ended up losing to Houston. Mm-hmm. Houston ended up sweeping them, and then you had the Guardians who came in to play the New York Yankees. The Yankees yeah. won three so, two. So, so on one side you had the wild cards go pretty much all the way, right? And at least their division. You did have the them go all side. the way, yeah. Yep. Because Phillies made it Philly made the World Series and they were a wild card team last year. Correct. So yeah. Yeah, now we're back in and they're back in the same situation. Mm-hmm. So I get it. You're trying to make it change, you're trying to make it fair, you're trying to give the actual advantage to the one and two seed. <clears throat> but I think you can look at it and tell right now that is not what's happening. Yeah, something's probably gonna have to, something's gonna have to change. You gotta yeah. do something, right? I mean, you have to do something, right? Teams if you want to, but go back to a single game elimination. I think so. Who? Uh, obviously, you're gonna pick the Braves. So, do you yeah, think that? One hundred percent. Do you think the Astros win it? And you think y'all are playing Man, the Astros? I hope not. Well, you know, the Astros are over on the other side. So oh, excuse me. I, about, wait a minute. Good. Wait a minute. Am I tripping over here? You are. So the Rangers. Oh, dude. I messed that whole thing up, man. You we'll see? be against Diamondbacks or LA. Bro, you had me you had me this this chart screwed me up. I'm looking at the MLB chart on Google. Uh-huh. And it's like uh it's got Orioles, Rangers in the right below, it's got Diamondbacks, Dodgers. Okay. Back Golly. me up to where you want me. <laughs> Whatever. This thing screwed me up. So then you see do you see uh the Rangers playing the Astros? Or excuse me, uh yeah, the Astros or the Twins? Who you, who you see the Rangers playing? They're gonna play Houston. It's gonna be it's gonna be a Texas a battle in Texas. Okay. All right. Yeah, just I don't see the Twins overall bouncing back 
with the Astros already being up 2-1 and them just being the better team, I just think they got the better advantage. I agree. So, uh, obviously, you got the Braves. So, you think Braves and Diamondbacks in? Yeah. I'd rather play, to be honest with you, as as a fan and just knowing how the Dodgers can be, if the Dodgers manage to squeak out of this deficit, they're going to be a force to be reckoned with because they're going to be on such a, like, high. I mean, just, you know, we're on the... Uh, the verge of being defeated and we come back and win it all like no that's gonna power us. you mm-hmm. correct yeah you're gonna be powered through it all so i really realistically hope it's the diamondbacks i think it will be the diamondbacks anyway but if la is able to come back i i would not see that it'd be hard to see them not winning the world series to be on the brink of defeat and just like, oh, no nah, we're good now so i think it, this one's tough man but uh i think I agree with every team. I agree with the Astros. Obviously, the Rangers done moved on. I agree with the Diamondbacks. The only one that holds me up and it's hard for me is the Phillies versus Braves. I think y'all have had a much better regular season, but the Phillies have shown that they can compete with y'all in these playoffs. Granted, it's only been one game, but but they won the first one, and they and they made it very hard for y'all to win the second one. So this is a tough one for me, man. Um, I, I I wouldn't be surprised to see the Phillies win it, but being the wife's a Braves fan, I'm gonna pull for the Braves. But I mean, I can so honestly uh, see the Phillies winning it. I'm sure you've missed out on on this part. Chipper Jones, you know, Braves legend, said, due to the hate that the Phillies have for the Braves and vice versa, and fans to fans, he would not be surprised to see this go to a game five. Yeah, it's so it's gonna be close. Be a brutal game. It's so, gonna be a brutal game. Yeah, so when you have a when you have a dude who made his career somewhere saying that we're gonna go to game five, yeah, it's hard to argue against. Yeah, remember like, we talking about that. Yeah. 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 Um I'm gonna go Braves. I'm gonna go Braves. I, I, I can see the Phillies doing it, but if I have to get my tiebreaker, I'm gonna go with my wife's team, the Braves. So That's fair. But I uh I'm hoping for a I'm um, I mean, to be honest with you, I would love to see a Rangers-Diamondbacks World Series because two teams that, you know, the Braves, the Phillies, the Astros, they, they've they been there in the World Series. And two of those teams have won the World Series very recently. You know what I mean? Yeah, but the Diamondbacks had Randy Johnson hit a bird mid-flight with a ball. They've had everything they could ever ask for. They used it all right there. <laughs> Man, that bird exploded. Yep. So I don't. I, I know it's sidebar conversation, but apparently he started a business and his logo is a dead bird. What? what okay. What? Yeah. All right. Well, uh, let's we'll we'll see how this one goes, man. Next episode, we'll be talking about the next round. So, uh, just want to finish up, man, before we roll into everything else and talk to you about um uh, my second favorite sport here, hockey. Just started off. Today was my first day at work, so I got to catch the tail end of the game with the uh, Lightning beating the Predators. So I was so happy, five to three. And then um, the Blackhawks took on the Penguins. I think I had the Blackhawks one in it, but I don't remember. But uh, Blackhawks and Penguins, I have to go back and look. And then we had uh, the Kraken right now are taking on the Golden Knights as we're recording this. It's a three-one. Golden Knights at the end of the second. So we'll see how that one plays out. But hockey's back, my friend. Hockey is back. 
we will uh kind of get this going and probably just kind of highlight hockey you know every uh every little bit here and there not to keep the show too long talk about the big headlines in hockey and uh maybe recap like how the standings are looking and stuff like that once a month something nothing too crazy but you know because the way hockey is there's so many games kind of like baseball there's so many games basketball but uh we may just do like a little quick this weekend in hockey who knows but i'm excited man i'm excited to have hockey back i mean i'm sure you are i know you are you know i love me some hockey that you do in a place where it makes no sense yet. You hush your mouth. So It's a good thing we have indoors and AC. Love it. Hey, so with that being said, man, I guess we'll go ahead and roll into our facts of the week. So I'm going to go ahead and kick this one, man. I got two. And the reason I got two, I, I just feel that we got to talk about both of these because we did talk about two of these quarterbacks. So the first one, we're talking about Brock Purdy and is he MVP. Brock Purdy passer rating right now is a 121.1. It's the highest for a QB over his first 10 starts in NFL history. So, is he an MVP? Hard to argue right now. That otherwise, I mean, on pace. Yeah. And then uh, these other two quarterbacks, man, are kind of wild. Russell Wilson and Kirk Cousins. Both in the top seven in QBR ratings. Russell Wilson with a one point, or excuse me, one oh six point one, and Kirk Duggins with a one oh one point seven. Both of their teams are one and four, though. Mm, that's uh, that's depressing. That's, that's I mean, that's, that's pretty sad, honestly. It's very sad. I don't really know. I mean, everybody's saying Russell Wilson's the problem. Everybody's trying to say Kirk Cousins was the problem. But right now their quarterbacks have over a hundred QBR rating. That's a that's a big deal. That's huge. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Some Hall of Fame mm-hmm. greats retired with less than that. So yeah, I mean that that matters. Yeah. So I don't know, man. I don't know. What you what you fact well, of the week? So mine's a, a little different than what we usually talk about, but mm. it's it's. But at the same time, this only comes around once every uh, four years. Oh, I know what you're going to say. Give it to me. So there's only been one city to host the Olympics three times. Do you want to take a guess at it? I have no idea what you're going to say. Give it to me. So London is, in fact, the only city that has hosted the Olympics three different times. I just That's just pretty neat. You had all these places, and I guess we just keep taking it to London, London England. I mean... London seems to be a big sports thing. Even though one NFL player said it was like playing on concrete there. Yeah, unnamed Buffalo Bills player. Was it a Buffalo Bills player? I seem to think it said uh, it didn't say which team he played for. It said said, unknown player. Yeah, the one I said said unnamed Bills player. Then I will also say, uh, since it's Olympic topic, Simone Biles has yet again have had another move named after her i think they they it's like completely new thing and now it's called the biles too imagine just being so good at something like this this late in a sport and you know what i mean like it's not the beginning of the sport like it's been around forever mm-hmm. and you're getting stuff named after well, i think she just i think i just seen it she won she just won another world event and she's yeah. she just became the record holder for most world events won 
out of yeah. in 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 the gymnast world, I believe. I believe it was in the gymnast world. I don't think it was like ever, but I think it was in the gymnast yeah, she's world. She's only twenty six. Yeah, she's probably still got a little while to play. I don't feel accomplished at all. <laughs> what, how old are you? Uh, twenty five. Oh, you still got a year to catch up to her. Yeah, I got one. She'll forever, I'll forever have one year to catch up to her, John. I'll forever have the one year. Hey, man, think I feel 34. I'm miss, I'm behind the curve here. That stuff's crazy, dude. Uh, she's been competing in the Olympics since she was like 15 and winning. She's nuts. She's so nuts. To, to get off that, so I will say that is probably pound for pound, inch for inch, probably the greatest athlete to do a sport when you think of what she does. Yeah, she's coming for Michael Phelps. His days are numbered. I was about to say he would be the only. He would be, his, bro. His days are numbered. We, oh, she's coming. We 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 did it a, a long time ago. We broke down the top sports athletes in, yeah. in our ranking, and uh, she's up there. You don't yeah, put her yeah. up there. You're wrong. Back then, I didn't, but I I, I may have to. Uh, I may have to give a recap. You know, here here soon. And give a, yeah. a like breakdown, really dig into a little more. Yeah. I put some time and effort into that, man. But um, hey, there's a lot of athletes, man. It's, let's just it's be hard. real; it's easy to overlook. Oh, shout out to the uh, the guy who just ran the. Did you see the the marathon in Chicago? No. He ran this marathon in two hours and thirty seconds. Wait a minute. Two, wait a minute. That's four minute and thirty second pace oh my god i was like let me i, I want to break this down i'm glad you yeah. did for me yeah you, i think it was like four minute 38 it was his average mile yeah when you get this man to join the marine corps he will promote so fast dude he'll be in he'll be the commandant what do you mean i know dude they're, I like, mean, they're just gonna he's gonna come in and they're they automatically gonna so, pin him as a captain that's so fast they think you cheat guarantee one hundred percent. Twelve minutes. And he's like, okay, I'll run four miles in. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> oh my! You finished in thirteen minutes, really? Really? Yeah, liar. Yeah. He's gonna have to sandbag. Dude, that's nuts. I had a kid when I was yeah. in the uh, when I was in the army. We had to run a mile uh, or two miles. We had to run two miles when I was in the army. And this kid, uh, he was so fast, dude. I think he was from uh, Ethiopia. He was so fast that he ran his two miles in under ten minutes. That's I was stupid. like. Bro, that's just that's, that's I mean, that's nuts. Under 10 minutes, that's it was wrong. like 9 minutes and like 47 seconds. I'll never forget. Because like back then, I was running. I was running like my fastest mile ever was like 549. But I was running 6-minute miles. like, And I was running them with, with, I wouldn't say ease, but I was running them, you know, multiple miles in a row. And I could keep the pace at about 6 minutes. So I was running, you know, between 12 to 12, 15, 2 miles. This dude ran it under 10. I was like, dude, wait a minute. I feel bad about myself here. That's when you thought you were doing good. (laughs) Some dude had to come in there and just crush it. He's like, I got to run another mile before you finish yours. Like, thanks, guy. Appreciate it. Thanks, bro. So you got any shout outs this week, man? Yeah, yeah, that was it. Just that guy. (laughs) Just how amazing. I can't think of his name, but it's a great shout out. How I couldn't fathom running that fast. I uh I don't know if I have any shout outs this week, man. Um Yeah. Uh oh, oh you know what? I, I, I did I, I did roll sh- it, Go ahead. I, I do too. I did I did roll BJJ this morning. So shout out to my partner for choking me out and getting choked out at the same time. That's some dedication to friendship there. 
Oh, nice, nice. Well, yeah. mine's not it's as thanks, violent. Thanks fish. Mine's not as violent. Uh, not our, not our fish. A different fish. <laughs> I'm about to ask. Mine's not as violent. Uh, I want to give a shout out to my middle child, Logan. He will be uh, the big number four in two days, man. So super excited. We're gonna uh, we got a all kind of stuff planned. And then obviously, all three of my kids have had a birthday recently, and uh, they're big Mario fans. And us being in California, we're gonna be able to take them to Super Mario Land here soon. So that's awesome. Yeah, they're gonna to love it. So that I'm excited about that. But um, yeah, shout out Logan, number four. That's a should I can be a only good count time. To four. Bro, he can count to twenty. Or you say I'm you you say you can only count uh, to four. Yeah, I'm saying I'm saying me. Oh, gotcha, gotcha. Well, you're yeah, in the Marine I'll Corps. I'll see you that so. song later. Oh, I just thought because you're the Marine Corps, it was like a prerequisite. Count to four. Yeah, I think it is. Yeah. <laughs> no more, no less. Uh, oh, you can count to five, admin. <laughs> yeah, you're gone. <laughs> oh, Boy, is that man. you? <laughs> well, uh, it's been a good week, man. It's been a good week. Yeah. So, yeah. um, but we've 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 closed all the topics, man. I want to let everybody know, uh, like always, I got that shameless plug. Go ahead and uh, check out all our social medias, man. We're on Instagram, we're on Twitter, we're on Facebook, we're we post the podcast on YouTube. It's on all kind of platforms, man. Spotify, Google, Amazon, Apple, you name it. It's it's everywhere. We also uh, have a Discord. We're always daily talking sports in there, and uh, we got our own website. We post uh, different stuff on there. We're probably going to be getting ready to do some giveaways here soon. And we are also brand ambassadors to uh, Bucked Up and to Savage Barbell. So check them out. And uh, our podcast, or excuse me, our discount code is in the description of this podcast. So you can go ahead and grab that, save you some money, get you some hookups. And uh, yeah, man, um, I don't have much more. So nope. It's a bit like I said, everybody's been a good show. So we got a couple yeah, guests yeah, coming on here in the future. So I'm excited to get them on, man. There's some, there's some characters to say the least. Yeah, I, I don't have a bit for you this time. Cause it's one 14 in the morning here. So, uh, I can't be late for work. Could you be early or could you be late? Like what depends? You work night shift. So, right. Yeah. Technically I would be at work. So, ah, very well. Well, I'd it's only this job. at Yeah. Only ten fifteen here, so not too late for me. I'm gonna get off here and go do some stuff before I go to bed. Meanwhile, you are going to uh, look like you're up to no good at this hour driving down the road. That's right. I'm gonna get a complaint. <laughs> ah, well, hey. With that being said, everyone, we are late to work sports. We appreciate you listening. In. Share us with your friends. Check us out. And uh, hey, we're late to work sports, and we out. See ya.